You're listening to Two Girls, One Crypt. Listen if you dare. Spoilers ahead. I don't know what the hell's in there, but it's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. What's your favorite scary movie? actually made good movie choices yes um i just decided to be a fucking idiot and you picked like kendall usually picks and i pick like you usually pick we switched so true you Mm -hmm. picked tried and true like excellent examples of 50s horror and i picked on vibes (laughs) although plan nine from outer space was the only movie of the bunch that i'd ever seen before yeah so i knew what i I don't have an excuse for that one i knew what i was choosing so yeah but that matched up with santa claus versus the devil was a a real one-two bunch woof (laughs) woof (laughs) yes we have to apologize if anyone decided to watch these movies or we apologize for what we're probably going to say in this oh, episode because it's not going to be a lot of good stuff. Blanket apology that has to come from me, honestly. I'm sorry. That was that was so bad. That was just bad. Um, <clears throat> but of the four, I loved one. Hated two. one. Like loathed one. Liked one enough because of what it is and uh pretty much very much enjoyed the other i love the range i loved one um there was one that i'm excited to watch a remake on okay yeah i know which one that is um one that i didn't hate as much as you probably think i did Hmm. or maybe so and then the other one was boring i didn't loathe any of these i don't want to watch any i don't want to watch them again oh okay well some of them that's that's net it was funny to make fun of some of the stuff in these movies yeah i mean they're absolutely a product of their time um which I maybe we should talk about that before we talk about the movies. Yeah. The 1950s and what was going on and yes. maybe why these movies are um, Give us a little history lesson. So crazy. Uh well, first of all, I guess um oh, yeah. thank you for listening. <laughs> Don't mind us, we're just chatting. Thank you for coming back. Uh, um, Please come back after this I was about episode. To say, you might not come back after this one. So we spun the 1950s last episode, mm. and Kendall chose two excellent choices that really um, embody the horror genre in the 50s. Yes. And I chose two wackadoo movies. Also, I thought it was really we didn't do this on purpose both of your movies are from 1956 and both of my movies are from 
Oh, wow. Whoa. Yours were more. Yeah. Closer to modern times. Interesting. Believe it or not. (laughs) It's very interesting because the two I picked and then um, Plan 9 Mm -hmm. and Santa Claus, uh, those are very different vibes. Like all all of them. Yeah. In no way could I watch these movies one after the other because it would send oh, my brain into a I did. Spin. I think I watched I watched Invasion and then um The Bad Seed one after the other. And That's... that was not bad. I... But I started off with Santa Claus versus the Devil and really just ruined my entire viewing experience. Yeah, that was my second one. I did Plan 9 and then that one back to back. And I think I did Invasion of the Body Snatchers in the same day. Jeez. Yeah. At least you ended on a positive note. I did end on a positive note. Of all those choices. Yes. I was watching in order of what I was anticipating, I think, the most. Interesting. Interesting strategy. Trying Trying to save the best for last. Or the worst first, you know whichever you didn't put the worst first i don't think so anyway but i digress um so the 1950s is uh, the decade that's following world war ii so a lot is going on and honestly it changed a lot of things in this country and uh, around the world period all these men that had been sent away to war had been through literal hell and seen uh, all kinds of people die. 40 million people died at the hands of their fellow man during World War II. And then they come home and nobody wants to see the Wolfman or Dracula or whatever was going on in the 40s anymore. So science became like a center point of a lot of these movies. There's a lot of sci-fi horror. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. science had brought about the killing machines of World War II. And that became like the new fear when we started to fear technology and what was going to happen with it. Um, and then also during the 50s, the Cold War reared its ugly head and uh, fed into the paranoia and fear that was already in this country. Along with the advancement of earthly technology, the first recorded sighting of a flying saucer was in 1947 at Roswell, New Mexico, which uh, you can see that influence in one of my movie choices. Yeah, and it's also inspiring the... um, Oh, one of your choices as well. Yes, well, in the art that I... uh, I don't know if I'll actually do it because you know how I am with that, but... That's perfect. I didn't even think I didn't even think of that. That's perfect. I've been trying to figure out how I was going to cuz even if I don't post them, I want to have something that embodies each episode. Yeah. Cuz I like collecting things. I'm a hoarder yeah. and <laughs> you know, even if that's just something you know that I draw. Picture book. Yeah, a picture book. Um, oh, that's actually a cute idea. Um Yeah, so that's my idea. We'll see if I actually draw it. Oh my god, just a super cheesy flying saucer mm-hmm. with strings. Yeah, yes. Oh, now you because have to I do it. I swear I saw those. I you swear were... I saw strings. <laughs> you did. 
I was going to talk about that. Yeah, sorry. Spoiler. It makes me laugh every time. Um, so with with movies changing so much, there started to be almost like a different group of people making movies because the rise of the B movie happened in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're still making big like epic movies and musicals with all these like stars chasing oscars like those are still being made but a lot of the up-and-coming actors were trying to make psychologically challenging movies um so we've got all the like the the really glassy like glamorous big actors so the clark gables making these big movies and then we've got um all the like outcasts and the avant-garde artists and the freaks and the queers making these b movies um i know which party invitation i'm accepting and it's not to the oscars and then also drive-ins became really popular and who mostly goes to drive-ins? Teenagers. Yeah. Uh, they don't give a shit what the plot is. because no, they're probably they're, not watching it. No, they've got their hands down pants and they're making out. Um, and if they are going to watch the movie, they're not looking for... Um, why did I forget the name of the movie? Clark Gable. Vivian Lee. Singing... No. Buck. Um, Buck. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, what the hell? Gone with the wind. Yes. How did I forget? Oh. <laughs> I gone with the wind. Anyway. They're not looking for gone with the wind. They want big giant spiders that are taking over Arizona. Um, and that's what they got. Which- they got cheesy special effects, ridiculous plots, and big crazy monsters i feel like we could have picked like the fly or attack of the 50 foot woman but no you and i try to get creative and we could have chosen chosen a fun b movie Mm -hmm. we did choose some b movies that did happen yeah but actually i don't know i'd put these as like cd movies so yeah a lot is going on in the 50s there's Post-World War II, the country is, like, upheaved. Everything is different. And the Cold War, which I think is most important, um, because everyone is paranoid. Your neighbor could be a communist. Um, Who knows who's doing what? And a lot of these horror movies really fed into that, especially one of your picks. So I feel like just giving that little bit of okay, but this is why mm-hmm. <laughs> some of these movies do this or some of these movies are <clears throat> um, ridiculous. I mean, there's a reason. Uh, do you want to go first? Or am I sure. going first this week? I don't remember. I don't remember either. It's been too long. You go I'll first, go first. Um, so my first pick, I'm going to go with Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Okay. Um, I had never seen... This I've never seen any of the movies we've chose, um, and I've never seen any iteration of this movie. There are several 
remakes. Yeah. Um, so this was definitely one of those on my internal list that I really wanted to see because it's just, um, it's, it's an iconic movie in horror. I think so. I think it's an important movie to watch. It yes. really gives you a sense of everything I just said about the 50s. And yes. What people are putting into movies. Yes. Um, it was made in 1956. It is an hour and 20 minutes, but it does feel longer. They all do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all these movies felt like three hours long. Um, I'm not really going to go into any of the actors. I, I'll pull some notable ones if you want. Mort- Morticia from yeah. the original. Um, Carolyn Jones. Yes, Carolyn Jones. Who, if I hadn't seen her, I would never have recognized her. Mm-hmm. Like if I had not seen like who she, yeah. who she was in the cast list. Um. Let's see. I, I was not, I've not prepared this week. Um, oh, Missy worry. and I put this off a very long time yes. because we were not excited. This took what, like three weeks to do for well, four movies that are. We spun this on September 30th. Holy shit. Yeah. So almost five. So about five weeks. Yeah. That's bad. So, which, but we had two other episodes we recorded in the middle. So, yeah. Um, that. we're on time. We just really put this, we were early. So we put the, anyway, we were not excited. <laughs> um, um, I don't know if you recognize the actor Dabs Greer. He yes. Play, okay. I was like, if she recognizes anybody, it's going to be Wait. him. He played, um, old Paul Edge, old Paul Edgecombe. But he's in Green this? Mile. Yeah. Did I put this on the wrong cast list? No, no. I don't. I didn't see him. He's Reverend Alden from Little House on the Prairie. That's how I know him. I mean, obviously Green Mile too. But right, that's funny because I know him from the Green Mile. I yeah. never watched Little House on the Prairie. Oh boy, yeah, he played Mac Lomax. Okay, I did not recognize him. This so. The plot is a small town doctor learns that the population of his community is being replaced by emotionless alien duplicates. This movie for me was fine. Um, yeah. It was kind of boring. I want to watch the more updated remakes. The 70s version. Uh-huh. I think that's the more well-known yes. or the more like talked yeah. about one. I do love the concept of this. Yeah. Um, I, do I do hate when someone thinks something's going on and no one believes them. Yeah. That's a very common thing in movies. And I bitch about it every time I bring yeah. bring it up. Um, it just drives me nuts. I know. Drives me nuts. But, you know, whatever. So, Did yeah, this was. Read the tagline because this movie has one of the. Uh, a great tagline. Uh, it's incredible, invisible, insatiable. Which makes them sound like, I don't know, sex fiends. Invisible sex fiends. They really oversold it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I get it. Because you think never the see problems, the body snatchers. Right. And I think one of the problems is we don't live in the 1950s. Like, yeah. it's really difficult to put yourself in the mindset of people seeing this for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's like, and you kind of have to, especially if we're going to sit here and talk about movies in the 1950s, got to be like, well, if I were watching this in the 1950s, 
what would I think about this instead of yeah this feels like three hours well it's funny you asked that or Mm. said that because I asked my mom if she Mm. had seen not this one it was um bad seed yeah because she was born in the 60s but she loved old you know loves movies around that time and um she never saw it but interesting um she had seen what was one of the ones we saw um Oh, Rosemary's Baby, when we covered yeah. that movie. And because I asked for that too, because those were kind of stuff that she liked. Yeah. Uh, back when she watched movies like that. And so I was curious because um, I grew up watching old movies kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Um, not like horror movies or anything, but like, I don't know. There's yeah, like there's Turner a- Classic Movies always had something yes. on. And yeah. And musicals, Rogers and Hammerstein mm-hmm. musicals. I love those. Um, these are all very different, but um, <laughs> you know, three out of four of these movies, or I guess two of the movies we cover are more sci-fi than yeah. horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize that when we picked them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, any one of them was. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of just a lot of the movies during this time were because the new fear is outer yes. space i guess yes. the um, unknown yeah and I'm, i guess that makes sense yeah um and i th- i think this movie coming out at the height of the red scare um and everyone and like the the films it's got like an anti-conformity message mm-hmm. and a lot of people like the director kind of refutes this he says that it's more of like a psychological movie as opposed to a political one, but it's kind of, I think, impossible not to make the parallels of this being an anti-communism movie. Yeah. And, oh, it could be your neighbor. Like, that whole thing. Um, That's really what I get out of this. Also, uh, I like watching old movies with, like, the small town backdrop because it kind of gives you an insight of how people lived. Yeah. People just like walk Andy into Griffith everyone's stuff. houses yeah. 24 hours a day? Yes. It's wild to me. And everyone knows everybody. Everyone's good in everyone's business. Yeah. Everyone's dating everyone. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed it, but I do feel like it's more of a sci- I mean, sci-fi horror is still horror. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But it wasn't my favorite. This was the one that I liked. And I do still recommend that people watch it. I think it's a good movie. I like the way they did the pod people and the seed pods. Yes. I, I thought that like was really that. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I it, this does make me want to see the 70s version. Yes. This as well. was very Twilight Zone too. Yes. Like I yeah. feel like this should have been an episode instead of just a movie. But yeah. like I said, I I will check out the any remakes because I I liked it enough. Um, this did bore me. <laughs> yeah, I was I was it was better than the other ones, but um, that's not saying much. But yeah, yeah, this I yeah. mean it kept my attention enough to like for most of the movie to like really enjoy it and not get bored until it started like getting near the end. And I was just like, all right, we need to fucking wrap this up. Mm-hmm. And it's still an hour and 20 minutes, which is, I don't know. 
wild to me. <laughs> These movies are so short. Like I couldn't believe it. They weren't but, though. Like they I mean, were. I remember I watched these first and I told Misty, I said, these movies are so long. And she was like, what? I thought they were short. And I was like, no, no, they're like an hour, hour and a half, but they're not long. so long. <laughs> they're, they're psychologically long and spiritually long. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, do you recommend people watch it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to say don't watch it. I think, um, like our friend Caitlin, who listens to this show, she would probably enjoy it. She's actually yeah. seen this movie because um, she's the only reason that I like watched decent films in high school because she oh she you had one had of those me watch too yes yeah, she was I had a movie friend um like Twelve Monkeys and yeah. um God what are all the other ones There's so many um I remember Twelve Monkeys um memento like eternal sunshine like those deep movies um garden state uh little miss sunshine like those are the movies i watched in her house and i was a better person for them totally agree like yeah everybody needs a cinema friend i'm so thankful i had mine because now i'm i can be the cinema friend yes and you are and you can be the cinema friend now yes well yeah because we get to watch wonderful movies like santa claus versus the devil oh God, and i get, get to talk about them let's talk about it then let's yes. fucking get it over with <laughs> i all right first off this movie is either called santa claus or santa claus versus the devil and the reason i picked this is because kendall found it before i saw it on a list mm-hmm. of horror movies and let's put that in bold horror movies from the 1950s <laughs> Yeah. And immediately I was like, absolutely, I'm watching Santa Claus versus the devil. Are you kidding? Um, 1959. <laughs> the synopsis. Which sit down and smoke a joint and then let me tell you the synopsis so you can just understand <clears throat> how insane. Yeah, this, this would movie be is. better high. That is true. Yeah. With Merlin's aid. Santa Claus must defeat the evil machinations of the devil pitch to ruin Christmas. What? So Santa. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm not going to defend this movie. However, it has mechanisms that I didn't, that I appreciated. Okay. Um, The fact that all of Santa's, everything about Santa is, actual magic that he gets from someone is interesting i did like that i do like Mm. some of the lore yes um and he doesn't have elves no elves he has he has child labor well i didn't think about it like that but yeah he has children from all across every country known to man and we got to introduce oh, them please let me get into with, that oh my god go go A musical number go um, girl so the tagline for this is an enchanting world of make-believe i think the oh. better tagline is it's a small world the movie yeah um, oh shit i like that this is also not a horror movie uh, yes in no universe is this a horror movie by the way the Even- only no even yeah even the part where you're like oh there's a a demon um the devil is a tiny 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 part in this movie actually like it is not that big 
You don't see him much. Thank God. And he, did I write down anything about his costume? Because it's, I love it. Number one, <laughs> I love, that was the only thing I really loved about this movie was pitch. Um, it, He's got like the classic, like the guy from um Hocus Pocus who dresses up as the devil. Like, that's that's literally what, his, what I was thinking. That's what his costume was. Yes. Was red boxers over a red bodysuit. He went to Party City. He yes. time traveled to 2010 <laughs> and went to Party City and got a devil costume. Yes. Um. So as Kendall said, we opened the movie seeing Santa's workshop. There is extensive voiceover like a narration on this yeah. movie yeah oh god um, it feels very like 50s mm-hmm. um and we see all of santa's little helpers which we immediately start with the african children um who for some reason don't get a song they just dance to drums and have bones in their hair I was already, I was waiting. I was like, oh God, what? <laughs> how are they going to offend us? Me like, too. What My first note I is immediately for white children. Yes. I was waiting for white children in makeup and I was like, please don't, please don't, please don't. <laughs> like, yes, at least they were actual black children. Yes. I guess. Um, Who had they're- bones in their hair and they're wearing like leopard skin. Yeah, they were. it's It's pebbles Um, and bam bam yes oh my god that's exactly what it looked like um and it doesn't get better from there because they go through for too long of a period of time way too long they go through so many countries of children and they all have like their little traditional dress and song um the french children look miserable (laughs) um the caribbean boys have guns don't know why yeah they have like rifles i feel like that's really racist yeah we'll just move on as i said this is like another time period things are very different yes that's why i was afraid of what we would see and uh that was a very long the whole thing like literally every single country and it was like a 30 to 60 second introduction it was a full song going if it's not 20 minutes long I'll be damned. That's why I said I feel like I'm on It's a Small World mm-hmm. because that's all it was. It re- it really was. A, it's a small world mixed with like one of those old um, like claymation Santa movies that I love. <sighs> right. Rudolph the Rando's Reindeer. Yeah. Like this could have probably, I would have probably enjoyed this better if it were a claymation. If it were movie. claymation, it would be much more enjoyable than it wouldn't have been the devil it would have been like jack frost or something yeah yeah or um what was his name heat miser yeah heat miser um the war winter warlock or whatever he was Yeah. yeah um i will say i thought this was really interesting 53 years after this movie was made rise of the guardians came out do you remember that movie yes i love that movie no one talks about it santa claus yeah and the demonic boogeyman whose name is pitch yes (gasps) right so i wonder if there was inspiration i didn't go look into like who directed it yeah maybe the director had seen this crazy ass movie as a child and drew inspiration this definitely feels like a fever dream of a movie like there's someone who's probably seen this and was like 
I don't know why or how. Does anyone remember this movie from when we were kids? Yes. Where Merlin is there and, yes. like, and the devil. And the devil's there and Santa has a magic flower and <laughs> which as we said before there's a lot of like magical items like he has okay so why is Merlin there? I don't know but Merlin is in Santa's heaven mm-hmm. and he yes. makes I'm glad you flower. said that right because yes go on no you go on they make santa like a godly figure yeah he's supposed to be the opposite of the devil and not just in the fact that he is good but he's supposed to be godly yeah because he doesn't he like he lives in outer space like he lives in another realm like heaven like yeah and it's Mm -hmm. like all the cloud like the classic heaven yeah which, where do those children come from? Are they dead? I feel like they're not actually children. They're supposed to be like elves, but they right. didn't explain it. Because like in some Santa lore, the elves are usually adults. Well, mm-hmm. they are adults. Sometimes they're children or yeah. they're just, they look like children, like in the Santa Claus. Yes. But they're like hundreds of years old. Yeah. They're so immortal maybe, creatures. Yeah. So maybe that's what they're supposed to be doing with this. I don't know. I did appreciate that there weren't elves. Yeah. Yeah. This is just making me want to know more about this movie's, like, backstory. I didn't... Okay, so the note I have is I didn't hate... Okay, no, I said so... So it was really bad. This movie was really bad. But it kept my attention as far as the plot, and I was really invested in the kids. I think what... I kept waiting for is for this to show me it's a horror movie. And I think probably five minutes into it, I realized that's not what this was because the music really gives it away. I was going to say, five minutes into it, you were still in the fucking introduction song. (laughs) God. Um, No, uh, it was not. I wanted something horror too, and it wasn't. It was supposed to be a still good movie. I feel like if I had just watched this as a Christmas movie, it would I'd probably feel different about it. This is the one that I loathed. Like, I was just so mad about it. Because I was like, okay, now this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed off. And it it's just... It's way just too Santa long. Claus. Yes, it was way too long. It's just Pitch it just... trying to prevent Santa Claus from bringing presents to poor children. It's poor children, and he's trying to make these kids do bad, bad things, things so they don't yeah. get gifts and whatever happened to the little boy who wanted a brother i was really invested in him and i think i like blacked out is that the one with the parents like yes. his um no he just got that actual dream he got his parent his parents his that was that storyline was so weird because his parents were out to dinner on christmas eve and left their kid at home with and- without their kid but they loved their kid and Santa and he, Claus came to the restaurant and served them a memory drink. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we should get home to our kid. Yes. Yeah, no shit, guys. It was so I strange. thought he was going to bring him a brother because he wanted a brother. No, because his parents are never home. Yeah. I don't know. I The whole thing. And then was it Lapita? Is that her name? I think so. The little girls. I that was so that. sad. Oh, my God. Her whole story was so sad. And her it poor was. mom, working her ass off, can't even afford to give her a doll no matter what it looked like yeah. um yeah and i was like if this stupid devil <laughs> fucks this little girl up i'm 
turn this movie off. Yeah. He didn't get her. So that's good. <laughs> but um, kill count, not enough. None. Is not there enough. any? No. Kill count is not enough. That's what I wrote. <laughs> Final girl, me and Kendall. Yeah, well, we did survive that, didn't we? I don't remember it ending, but I remember um, saying, I have a note that just says the reindeer. So, oh, um, the reindeer were like mechanical, they weren't real animals. But it's like, were they trying to make it look like they were supposed to be real animals, or were her, his reindeer mechanical? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know this wasn't a horror movie like so even us talking about it it doesn't matter but you know what watch it during christmas time yeah get high and watch it yeah i mean honestly I mean, like and it's probably not as bad as i come away on. saying it is yeah put it on in, during a mood like a, a party yes you know like excellent. i went to a this halloween party and they were throwing movies movie. on yeah like I think they had Texas Chainsaw on. They had Terrifier on at one point. Like they actually, actually had decent Invasion movies. of the Body Snatchers would have been a good background movie too. <laughs> Absolutely. This would be a good background because people would look at it and be like, what the fuck is this? Yes. Why, is, why is Santa and the devil in the same movie? Why is Merlin here? <sighs> and why is there a shirtless, like, what was he? The key maker? Oh my God. <laughs> why is there a bare-chested key maker up here i don't know i don't all all i could say is i'll make better choices that's all i can say i'm <laughs> speechless i i did say in the notes this was not the worst movie we covered but i honestly don't know what the worst movie we covered was so yeah if it wasn't this what was it i don't think that was a correct statement i don't think that it, was a correct statement this is the worst movie we've covered i enjoyed it more than plan nine um because That's i was valid. invested in the plot yeah. i don't know i don't know um yeah i guess if i had just like fully went into this is a fantasy christmas movie yeah i would have been yeah much more invested but i i left angry so what ifs well i should have let you go first because now we get to end on on a hate fuel drive. Yeah, yeah. That's because okay. this next movie, I believe, is both of our favorites. Yes. Yeah. I I can't even tell you how much I love this movie. Oh my god, same. And okay. I and I'm kind of mad at myself for waiting this long to watch it. So, um, the movie we're talking about is The Bad Seed. It is 1956. It is uh the longest movie we covered. Mm-hmm. It's it was two hours, but it didn't feel like it was the longest movie. This is one that I gladly sat through for yeah. however long yeah. it was. Um, it starred Nancy Kelly, Patty McCormick. Um, who was that other lady? Eileen Heckart and a slew of other yeah. probably excitable so this was 50s originally actors. a play. Yes. And I think a lot of the actors from the play hopped onto the movie, correct? Okay. That explains why they basically had a curtain call at the end of this movie. Yeah. Well, also for another reason, too. Let's talk about that when we get there, because I have a theory. 
Um, oh, okay. Well, it's not that exciting. Please don't get excited. Okay. <laughs> I'm just worried that I missed something, but it's fine. No, no, I literally no. watched this today at work while the baby was sleeping. So um, um, I want to point out one thing about the cast. Patty McCormick, the woman, well, now woman who plays yeah. Rhoda, the little girl. Yeah. First of all, Jesus Christ, phenomenal. Um, but she's still acting today. She was in The Master, The Ranch, the TV show. Oh. Uh, Heart of Dixie, Supernatural, and she was in The Sopranos. Interesting. Yeah, she's still in a Dirty shit ton John. of things. Yeah, she was in Dirty John. Apparently, she was in the 2018 remake of The Bad Seed. Yep. I think she was a doctor. This is another one that has several remakes. Um, and I'd honestly... Never- I don't want to watch another one of this one. I kind of feel the same way. Like I really yeah. liked this. Now I would love to see the play. Mm-hmm. I would love to be in the play. Yeah. Um, oh my God. I thought you about need that. To convince the whole time. Your people. I heard about this show probably six years ago. Cause one of the local theaters did it. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the only way I knew about this movie. Um, but yeah, this is really good. I love shit about creepy kids me too um, especially when it's done really well and yeah. they don't rely on like i don't know there's a lot of like tropes and creepy kid movies yeah this one didn't like, have the shitty husband trope which yeah. was nice he was just not there and this child was legitimately like terrifying yes so the plot is rhoda pinmark seems like your average sweet eight-year-old girl After her rival at school dies in a mysterious circumstance at the school picnic, her mother starts to suspect that Rhoda was responsible. So basically Rhoda lives with her two parents, doting parents Mm -hmm. and her dad is in the military or something. Yeah. He's like a, he's a, an officer. So he has to travel a lot. So he's gone and Mm -hmm. it's just Rhoda and her mom and their weird neighbor. And then the weird, are they in an apartment? What yeah, they- so the woman, um, what was her name? Madeline? Aunt Monica. Monica. She owns the apartment building. And okay. um, Leroy is the handyman in the apartment yeah. building. God, he was creepy. Which also, just walking into people's apartments, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. She definitely, Monica does that. She just walks Monica in and too. out with whatever she wants. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... And basically what the plot says, something happens at school, a kid dies, and um, the mom kind of figures out that Roto is probably responsible. And then mm-hmm. also just, I don't know, Rhoda was like, she was creepy mm-hmm. and annoying, but like, you didn't hate, like, I didn't hate her I because she was annoying. Her. Yeah, she was oh, great. I love Rhoda. Like. This movie is immediately went on my list of like my favorite movies. Not like my top five favorite movies, but yeah, this is on my list of favorites. I love, like, I don't think this is a novel, but I would love, mm. I love reading books about I creepy kids. It is. I have, look it up. I can't wait until we like touch on that on a an episode of just creepy kids yeah for a category because i have some books which i think you probably have the same book it is a novel is it Mm -hmm. written in 1954 so you might have to read that i'm writing that down because i love it um Um. yeah this 
because it's not only Rhoda may have killed a boy and she's a very strange like overly sweet child yeah but also the mother's having a lot she's got a lot going on yeah um she's also an incredible actress Mm -hmm. and she finds out things about her past that may contribute to why Rhoda (sighs) is a bad seed that was I didn't enjoy that part that was kind of boring it was a little like okay y'all really reached for that for sure um but I actually forgot about it until you mentioned it. Really? Yeah. But if that's she was the adopted, that, right? Right. And she was the the daughter. She was found in this psychopath murderer's house because she was the child of a murderer. And I guess they left her in the house. I don't remember exactly. Um, but at th- that point in the movie, I was like, oh, this is a play. Uh, <laughs> it felt yeah. so much like a play. And I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense then. We got to have some crazy, like, backstory. Yeah, that makes sense. Now that you mention it. I don't know. I I did really enjoy that. That was definitely the best one to end things on. Like, beginning to end, just, yeah. this movie's great. I don't have any complaints about it. And for anyone who enjoyed, like, I grew up watching old movies. Mm-hmm. Like, this was nostalgic in that way. Like, the overacting i use quotations on that like the overacting the way they talk the dr- like the dramatic way the mother would just do everything yes um while still trying just... to like whisper talk instead of yelling yes. i was like lady raise your voice <laughs> this is a crazy situation just scream please it was so good like yeah. i did really enjoy that excellent um i do the cocktail scene was really throwing me like as I said, getting a look into like what life is like in the 1950s, this one and Invasion of the Body Snatchers, there's so much drinking. And in the cocktail scene in this movie, when she has that, um, what is he, a doctor over or a professor over when her mm-hmm. dad comes over and they are slamming gin, like one ounce of vodka and she pours like half a bottle of gin and a little bit of tonic water. And then she gives him a new one, like literally three minutes later. She's like, oh, looks like you need a top up. And I was like, holy shit. He just down. And then he just leaves. I was like, I hope he's not driving. He probably just walked home because they all live on the same street or something. Yeah, he probably lives in the same And there's like one building. school. Like literally that one school probably had like 50 kids and they yeah. all aged from five to 15 or mm-hmm. 16 or whatever and like when they said she's not coming to the school next year i'm like well where, where's she gonna go yeah yeah where are you gonna put her you're gonna have to move yeah which apparently they moved a lot but yeah um which is weird because he was still going to dc for just moved to dc anyway uh i really love i was shocked the way this movie ended i will tell you um the yeah. whole last like 15 20 minutes yeah that's the shit i love is not something i expected to see in a movie from 1950 no was it six rhoda in her fucking like tucked in her creepy ass doll got on her galoshes she had plans to murder aunt monica the next day did you catch that yeah um 
she literally was like, oh, uh, Aunt Monica loves me. And dad's like, yeah, everyone loves you, Rhoda. And she's like, she said when she dies, she'll give me, I don't even remember. bird. She had a bird. Yeah, love bird. And she was like, how long do they live? Yeah. And he's like, not that long. And she's like, oh, well, Aunt Monica's inviting me up on the roof tomorrow. I'm like, "Mm -hmm, we know what's going to happen. Another fall. Yeah, so um but then even she puts before on her that, the the death scenes, like the mother giving Rhoda an overdose of sleeping pills, and then the mother and then she off screen, herself. of course, kills herself or attempts to kill attempts, herself. Yeah, she I shoots herself. Shocked. Yes. I was, like, I was too. And then it wasn't over. No. So Rhoda gets on her galoshes, walks through a fucking storm. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is wild. Yeah. I was like, where is she going right now? I thought she was going to go kill somebody. I thought she was going to kill mom. Ooh, yeah. Because mom was still in the hospital. She mm-hmm. she survived. What oh. did she do? I can't remember. The Who? Rhoda? Rhoda. Why was she, she in the went, She went to where the little boy died because mm. her mom had put the, the penmanship award. She put it back into the water so that the police would find it. And be like, oh, we overlooked it. The the mm-hmm. award was actually here. Yeah. So she went back to go get the penmanship award, like a little fucking psycho. In the and middle got of struck storm. by lightning. Incredible. I, see, I, I did catch that, but I, yeah. Uh, like I said, I was holding a sleeping baby, so I got a little oh, distracted. Yeah. But that um, I had to. I waited way too long to watch this movie, so I had to watch it today at work. Um, <laughs> but oh, got struck by lightning. I mean. I kind of hate it like sorry I Rhoda know. I I just loved everything I loved yeah. everything about this oh my god I, know. I want more it. like I want to read the book so bad now yeah I'm putting that on my I, again like I just love list. creepy kid stuff like and she plays like an actual like uh like a, a psychopath yes. it's not like ooh creepy kid like jump mm. scares like uh, people it's exist like, like oh. Rhoda I have a beautiful mother, such a sweet mother. Oh my god, I love the way she. I talks. was like, oh, me too. And then like, her mom's trying to question her about the crime she committed, and she's like, she's so matter of fact about oh, it. Look at my pretty dress, mother. And she's like, Rhoda, what would you give me for a basket of kisses? Like, oh, so I good. It. it was so good. Yes, but then the ending. The ending wasn't the ending ending. We got a a curtain call immediately after the lightning strike. What is the narrator's like? Why I like one minute, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean one minute, please? And then fourth wall is broken. And he's literally like so-and-so as this character. So-and-so as this character. And it's like, oh, okay. What did the ending say? There was a an ending plaque. Oh, you have just seen a motion picture whose theme dares to be startlingly different. May we ask that you do not divulge the unusual climax of this story? Thank you. So I guess don't tell anyone what happens in this movie because it is shocking. And it is. Yeah, which we just broke that rule, but it's fine. Oh, well, sorry. Not sorry. Um, hopefully everyone else years hasn't old, but... waited this long to watch this movie like we yeah. did it deserves to be seen so good but i think it ended the way it did because it was so dark mm-hmm. and so brutal 
that they kind of brought it back to these are actors like the opposite of the Blair Witch. <laughs> like these are actors. This little girl is an actress and look at her playing yeah. around with the her mother. The mother, yeah. Yeah. I, I like that take on it. Yeah. Or that that's what it felt like to me anyway. Because it mm-hmm. really was honestly bleak. And I, I think I've said it 25 times. I just can't believe. Like this is the kind of ending in a horror movie that I look for in movies now mm-hmm. like, this is yes. what i want to see yes um and you just don't see it often and i loved it i love this movie i love this movie so much i want to be rhoda for halloween next year i love that be fun with her little dress i wish it was in color because they kept talking about her red dress and i wanted her red to see dress. her red dress so bad i want her to see blonde what hair clothes look like mm-hmm. yeah watch immediately everyone yeah this is um this is a good one. This would be on our list of movies you have to watch. Like if if we talked about it before, if there was a list of 100 movies that we recommend, this would probably be on it. Oh, absolutely. And I would put it in like the top. Like a must watch. 20. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you got to watch it. Is yeah, so good. This was the bright shining star of this episode for the us only one. because yeah. Because there's another dark uh, abysmal wasteland that was my last choice and i will i will preface this with i've seen this movie before i saw this movie under the the instruction of uh, my latin teacher in high school um who told me this was bad said this is awful terrible go watch it and i did so so this one's really nostalgic for me so yeah it's bad so it's plan nine from outer space but mm. it like we knew it was going to be bad you know like this is um there was a critic so this movie was made in uh oh this wasn't 59 this is 57 i was wrong damn mm. it <laughs> messed it up um this is made 1957 and it really obviously no one played it for like 20 years i think there was a i don't remember what year it was i want to say it was like 1980 there was a critic that said this is the worst movie ever made and then immediately like everyone had to see it really? um and it then it became like a cult classic could it be the really shitty sets um the really bad costumes it could also be the script or the, the acting or the acting or the special effects. Uh, what about the graveyard? Did oh you check God. out that fucking graveyard? First of all, made with poster board. Poster board, <laughs> and you could see the ground, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a ground. It was obviously like a stage. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. Um, yeah, it looked like they filmed it inside of someone's garage, and yeah. um, mm-hmm. yeah, like the characters would walk by and knock over. You could see like some of the. Yeah. gravestones move yeah. um and the fucking ufos i swear <laughs> to god i saw string you did you're right you did see strings um so plan nine from outer space um the synopsis which doesn't matter actually i don't even know what the plot was but there actually. is no the plot does not matter um, evil aliens attack Earth and set their terrible Plan 9 into action. 
As the aliens resurrect the dead of the Earth, the lives of the living are in danger. Yeah, so not only is it an alien movie, it's a zombie movie. Yeah. But also a Dracula movie. Yeah, vampires in it. Vampire and Bella Lugosi. Yep. Um. So, yeah, the tagline is unspeakable horrors from outer space paralyze the living and resurrect the dead. This movie is directed by Ed Wood, who is a character um, on his own. Yeah. Uh, Tim Burton made a movie called Ed Wood in 1994, which stars Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Um, it is 100% worth the watch. I don't know if you've seen it. It's so good. Not to bring her up again, but our friend Caitlin is the reason I know who Edward is. That's excellent. And what that movie is. Yep. You should, yeah. Have you I seen it? I think I still might have her DVD that she gave me in oh like my God, 2006. That's so funny. That might be like a collector's <laughs> item. Don't get rid of it. Uh, notable cast Gregory Walcott, who was in Dukes of Hazard, Chips Dynasty. He was in a lot of shows during the time. Tor Johnson, who played Inspector Clay, the guy who, the inspector that comes back from the dead. He was mm-hmm. a pro wrestler turned character actor, which mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Love those. Uh, Maila Nurma, a.k.a. Vampira, who walked so that Elvira could run, by the way. He did. Um, and Bella Lugosi, in his final film appearance before he died, he actually passed away before the script was written edward just shot random footage of him with no plot in mind i think he just wanted him to be he had become friends with him like later in his life mm-hmm. and just wanted him to be in a movie and just filmed all these random scenes and then after bella died he actually wrote a script around the the footage that he'd filmed um so that's fun you talk about the bad special effects and the horrible set designs. They're my favorite things about this movie. I mean, I enjoyed that because I hated everything. Like, I didn't care about the plot or anything. I enjoyed yeah. visually how bad it was because I do appreciate a good bad movie. Yeah. And this is about as bad as you're going to get. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was made for $60,000. Yeah. And it was funded by a Baptist church. And several of the cast members um, allowed themselves to be baptized. <laughs> this was funded by a Baptist wow. church. Um, but the, so I had always thought, and I think it's an urban legend that the flying saucers are paper plates on strings. And that's what they look like. And I'd always thought that that's what they were. And I just loved them for that. But they're actually like a model kit of flying saucers that are on strings um, that you can visibly see. (laughs) It's so bad. It's like a bad school project movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or... A good school project movie, because if you were in school and you made this, like, good on your imagination. I did make a movie in high school, and it was... On um, par with this. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't sci-fi. It was like a bad episode of One Tree Hill, but... <clears throat> it's even better. I wish I could watch it. 
Caitlin might have, have a it. copy because we filmed on her camera and she edited it for us because oh I that wrote and so directed funny. it. So I know oh. I have a copy somewhere, but she probably actually does. <laughs> so Caitlin, if you're listening to, to this, please send this. Portraits. That was the name of the of the movie, Portraits. What a moody title, too. Boy, was it. <clears throat> so they're honest. I mean, okay, so there is a plot, I guess. It doesn't make any sense at no. all. Aliens are enacting Plan 9 because humans are destroying themselves i guess it has a very anti-war message which i appreciated um but the aliens are 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 trying to prevent mankind from destroying itself i guess Mm -hmm. by sending in i don't know i don't know and you know what it doesn't matter um this movie is just like pure cheese and this is a good, like, if you do bad movie nights with your friends or if... Um, Halloween party, also, throw this one on. Yes, this is also a good background. What the hell is going on movie? Yeah. Um, there is one person I do want to talk about in this movie because I thought this was really special. Um, kind of sad. Uh, John Breckenridge, the guy who plays the alien admiral, like the leader, was... Mm-hmm. Uh, also known as the burlesque performer Bunny <clears throat> Breckenridge, and she was a trans woman, uh, but only admitted, like, only identified as a woman in private. Obviously, this is the 1950s, right. um, and she had planned on receiving gender affirming surgery in Mexico, but she got in a car accident, and <gasps> that couldn't happen. So, Aww. unfortunately, she lived her life as a man. Um, but after I read burlesque performer and i really scrutinized the performance i was like i can fucking see it i see bunny i love that uh yeah and it's just i mean it's kind of sad you know she she couldn't but that's kind of what i love about ed wood who is also famously a cross-dresser and him giving not that he had to give john the opportunity because you know she had a an acting career in her own right mm-hmm. um but that's the the people that edward gravitated to yeah and you know let them shine and i just love that, that i do really too sweet um i think everyone should still watch this movie i don't care how bad it is i'm not gonna say not like don't watch it honestly watch all these movies just yeah. fucking do it yeah Although, don't watch Santa Claus versus the Devil as a horror movie. Just watch it during Christmas. Yeah, just watch it during Christmas. Yeah. I almost uh, told our friends over, or my friends over at Tis the Podcast, like, hey, you should check out Santa Claus versus <gasps> oh, the Devil. Oh, my God. And please. do it for your show. Have me on, because yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's like, It's super bad. I would probably never be invited on that show again. <clears throat> That's not fair. It's <laughs> not fair. But yeah, um, it's the 1950s. I feel like we didn't really do it justice. I think your picks absolutely did. So my picks are just so silly. I swear. It, it was hard because um, I try to have a small list of like pre-picks, mm-hmm. and I have a several like. Hitchcock ones, mm-hmm. 
But you got to save that for Hitchcock. That, exactly. Hitchcock. So it's like. And I <clears> honestly <throat> hate that uh, this didn't turn out wonderful because I love the 1950s. Yeah. Um, We just picked some <laughs> stinkers. We, yeah. We just did it wrong. It's, so it's fine. <sighs> we'll make up for it. Hopefully with this, whatever oh we spend God, tonight. If we spin something stupid again, I'm going to be so upset. But We've already said if we spin a decade before, before the 60s we're re-spinning yeah. tonight <laughs> yep yeah, so spoiler if the end sounds choppy when we're spinning the wheel that's what happened we re-spun i can't do it again we cheated i gotta wait <laughs> we it took us a very long time to get up the balls to watch these movies yep but so yeah those are those are the movies this is the shortest episode ever yeah that's it sorry <clears throat> um Not i really. did have a song oh good um we did kind of <laughs> before uh this we started talking missy and i already talked about this so um just pretend you're surprised again. i am i already did i said um <laughs> uh, the song that i picked is run rabbit run by flanagan and allen um i uh have heard this i think it was on tiktok is what i heard it it's pretty creepy yeah. if you're on tiktok in any <clears throat> capacity you've come across the song yes. used as um, a sound and i was so familiar with it when i heard it i was like what movie is this from so i googled yeah. it and it's been used in house of a thousand corpses as mm-hmm. well as get out yeah um and look up the wikipedia on it there's some yeah hitler lore behind it um yeah it's a historically important song yeah which yeah i think is why um jordan peele used it for get out yes yes and it's just creepy and i don't um, know if i've ever sat and like listened to the original like fully through i'm gonna have to do that because it's a creepy song it is um and i you know i kind of struggled with this prompt um Hmm. But I thought that one was a pretty good one. So I love that. I mean, you know, what I've heard from it. I love the song. Was it not in? No, I think I'm thinking of another song in Ready or Not, the Hide and Seek song. You know what I'm talking about? I do. That's a different song, though. It sounds similar to this. It's got the same, like, whatever. It does. Sounds like a a play yard. Play yard song. I'll figure that out. Um, and I have three book recommendations. There's a lot of really good books that came out in the 1950s, thankfully. Um, <laughs> the first one that I will recommend, and I want to know if you've read this, The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson. Have you read it? Our beloved Mike Flanagan adapted it into The Haunting of Hill House. I'm trying to remember. I know I read The Turn of the Screw, mm-hmm. which he used to um, adopt into Bly Manor. Yes. I can't remember if I read Haunting of Hill House. Um, this one came out in 1959. Mm-hmm. It is the story of four seekers who arrive at a notoriously unfriendly pile called Hill House. Dr. Montague. an occult scholar looking for solid evidence of a haunting theodora a light-hearted assistant eleanor 
a friendless, fragile young woman well acquainted with Poltergeist, and Luke, the future heir of Hill House. At first, their stay seems destined to be merely a spooky encounter with inexplicable phenomena, but Hill House is gathering its powers, and soon it will choose one of them to make its own. So I read this after I saw The Haunting of Hell House. I oh. really loved I was like, oh, he just took all the character names and like mm-hmm. and made them. Shirley Jackson yeah. wrote yep. it. Mm-hmm. And he, there are things that happen in the book that do also happen in the movie. It's just like, I don't, I swear to God, if I could like understand how this man's mind works, we could figure out like world peace. Because things happen in the book that also happen in the movie but he does it in a different way but also like super successfully like this book is genuinely creepy like i recommend that you okay read so it. when you were describing it i realized i had not read it it was turn okay. of the screw that i read mm-hmm. um i watched the original hill house movie mm-hmm. with like um russ tamblin long time ago but it was like a creep night like a um what did we call it um it was like a scary movie night i forget Mm -hmm. what we called it um creep creep night or some something dumb like that i don't know but um i don't think it's dumb we we caught it wasn't creep night um anyway that's does not that does not matter but we watched this movie because we were told it was supposed to be really scary and i mean it wasn't that scary um but it's funny because we'll have to really deep dive into this movie and that book oh, when we talk about yeah, what yeah what if we what if that's like the big one and we read the book and we rewatch hill house again and we watch the all the iterations of the movie let's do it that like the that would be a huge undertaking what if we do that for our one year anniversary what if we do that next september oh that would be perfect because that'll give us the summer to kind of work on that let me write that down yeah let me write that down write that down um the big hill house episode oh god that's exciting our listeners are gonna really have to we're gonna bear with us we're gonna be so excited (laughs) it's literally one of my favorite things in the whole world on a costume (laughs) i'm gonna be the bent neck lady let's see i'll be the tall man no (laughs) please don't be the tall man oh gotta fucking hate him anyway okay i know great chills for the like second episode in a row bringing up that thing real yeah Um, we bring up hill house as often as we bring up justin long we should uh just thinking about justin long being in hill house (laughs) it's my new game every episode where it's relevant i'm gonna be like who could justin long have played in this movie oh my god uh i could see him as the uh the lead in in invasion of the body snatchers the doctor yes um play him (laughs) he could be pitch i was trying to think of uh someone in the bad seed probably um leroy Leroy. I watched a movie last night, Violent Night, and there's a character played by Cam Gigante or whatever, um, mm-hmm. who was, his character was inspired by um, um, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, interesting. So totally could have been played by Justin Long. Oh my God. 
You have to watch that one. Anyway, we totally got off on a really weird tangent. Because so- I brought up Hill House. <laughs> that was my fault. I should have waited <laughs> for that to be my last book recommendation. Um, yeah, that is my Roman Empire is Haunting of Hill House. I totally agree. Anything Mike Flanagan does, but definitely Haunting of Hill I have, I have a tattoo from that and it probably won't be my last one. But anyway. Yeah, that's commitment. That's love. We're done. I'm done. It's obsession. <laughs> it's obsession. That's it mental is. illness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, my second book. <laughs> um, I Am Legend by Richard Matheson was written in 1954. Hmm. Robert Neville is the last living man on earth, but he is not alone. Every other man, woman, and child on the planet has become a vampire, and they are hungry for Neville's blood. By day, he is the hunter stalking the undead through the ruins of civilization. By night, he barricades himself in his home and prays for the dawn. How long can one man survive like this? Um, This is actually a short story, novella. So it's a quick read. Uh, It's an excellent story. And it was made into a movie Mm -hmm. starring Will Smith. Mm -hmm. And uh, that movie takes a lot of liberties. I don't hate the ending. Buff in that one, too. Oh shit, was I in that? Wait, I could be making that. Nope, he was this in iRobot. Never mind. Yeah, totally different. Totally different <laughs> Will Smith end of the world hero movie. Yeah. There's a lot so, of those. Sorry, sorry about that. Um yeah, because I think the movie I don't think they call the creatures vampires. I don't think they even give them like a name. I don't remember, mm-hmm. but in the novella, they are actually vampires. And it's an actual like scary vampire story also last living human trying to hold his own scary story um and the last recommendation i have is one of my favorite books of all time the lord of the flies by william golding also knew you're gonna put this one on there. <laughs> i i love this trope dropping little boys off at an island and making them uh seeing what civilization they come up with and it's never good it's just one of my favorite tropes. So I read this twice in high school Me too. and I <laughs> didn't enjoy it either time, but really? I think now <clears throat> as an adult, mm-hmm. I would, because I think it's fascinating. There's so many books I read in high school that yeah. I didn't like that I would probably enjoy now. Yeah. I think <clears throat> the being forced to read books is it's a blessing and a curse because honestly, otherwise I've never would have read Lord of the Flies. Yeah. And one of my favorite books is the outsiders. And I was forced to read that in high school and I absolutely loved it. It changed my life. Honestly, it became my personality for a while. My daughter too. That's really funny. God, (laughs) Jesus Christ. I mean, a week that goes by in that movie. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Anyway, me too. At the dawn of the next world war, uh, a plane crashes on an uncharted island, stranding a group of schoolboys. At first, with no adult supervision, their freedom is something to celebrate. This far from civilization, the boys can do anything they want. Anything. They attempt to forge their own society, failing, however, in the face of terror, sin, and evil. And as order collapses, as strange howls echo in the night, as terror begins its reign, the hope of adventure seems as far from reality as the hope of being rescued. Labeled a parable, an allegory, a myth, a morality tale, a parody, 
A political treatise, even a vision of the apocalypse, Lord of the Flies, is perhaps our most memorable novel about the end of innocence, the darkness of man's heart. And there was a book um, that came out recently. The Troop is also <clears throat> like this by yeah. Nick Cutter. The same thing. I'm and scared because I've heard that one's really gory. There's two... Or there's one really bad animal death. And Nick Cutter puts animal death in all of his books for whatever fucking reason. I don't, it doesn't bother me to the point where I won't read or watch something, but I don't necessarily think, I mean, I guess it, it it's in there to point out the depravity of little boys mm-hmm. and I get that, whatever, but I still don't want to read about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but there's somewhere on the internet where some I know someone pointed out what pages it's on, and you can just skip the pages because <laughs> a turtle is killed, is all you need to know. You don't need to read about it. But other than that, um, mm-hmm. but it is still gory, period. Yeah. Oh, the laws of the sky. Is that the name of it? The laws of the sky. By Gregoire Courtois is also about a group of kindergartners that go on a field trip and kindergartners yeah they're like five and six years old which makes it a little different reading because it's the same type of plot um so it's kind of hard to believe that there's a five-year-old psychopath but it was still enjoyable for me I liked it I like I said that's one of my like guilty pleasures yeah um but yeah those are my book recs those are all pretty i mean i haven't read any of them but well i read lord of the flies but yeah those are solid yeah they're classics they've survived the decades and they're classics for good reason they're really good books they're really well written yeah Yeah. survived the decades and they're also scary which is hard to come by because i've been reading a lot I've been reading a lot of books lately. I think I've been focusing on books. And mm-hmm. um, I did read a, a few recently that I actually really liked, though. Um, episode 13, which is like a found footage book. It's about a paranormal TV show that's filming its 13th episode in this like haunted location. And so they have the diaries of the people that were in the house and some of the footage on the cameras and they're like going over what mm-hmm. they found. And Is this fiction or nonfiction? Yes, fiction. Okay. Um, but it's really well done. Cool. Um, I'm reading a thriller right now that you might like. Mm-hmm. None of this is true. Um, it's gotta be popular because I have 10 people waiting for me to finish this book to read it. None right of now. this is true. What's the plot? It sounds familiar. Um celebrating Jewel? her. Yes. She She's a um one. it's a psychological thriller about a woman who finds herself the subject of her own popular true crime podcast. I just looked up this this book recently. You should read it. I'm not completely finished with it yet. I think I have like two hours mm-hmm. left, but it's really good and i really know um yeah um i've seen a few movies lately have you i watched violent nights last night with my husband um he loved it which he doesn't care for (laughs) 
he That's... doesn't care for Christmas or horror, but he, for some I reason, guess, likes Violet Night. He loved it. He Look, it was we'll very it where we can get it for him. Yeah. yeah, and he even said before the movie was over, he's like, "I think this needs to be a yearly tradition." What? And I was like, "This movie?" And he said, "That's yeah. like gold star <clears throat> level. It's a big wow. deal." Yeah, that is a big, big deal. deal. It's funny. It's a little campy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a solid Christmas and a solid. It's bordering on not horror, more like action, but it, the kills could it be get still a little considered a slasher. Would you? So it's more of a hostage. It's a hostage movie. Okay. And Santa has to save these people. So it is Die Hard. So it, it's literally yes. Okay. <clears throat> um, they have I've some never ta- seen Die Hard. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. They have some like East like Die Hard Easter eggs in here too. Oh, but, oh um, so it's like purposely like inspired. I think, I think so. Okay, that's kind of fun. Um, but some of the kills are pretty gory, so I would say we could get away with calling it horror um because it it was very just like hostage for a while and then when people started dying i was like okay we could you know shane doesn't call it horror but he he's a muggle so yeah he's an uncle um (laughs) so like a thriller but man those just like toe the line so much like they do do you whatever it's scary santa I mean, you and I would call it a horror movie. Yeah. Many people might not. Oh, well. Too bad for that. Anyway, that was good. We also stayed in a cabin in the woods this weekend Mm -hmm. and we watched The Strangers. How was that? So I remember liking it better. Really? And I did this weekend. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I think because the scariest parts are what I already know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's what it was. But now it did give me the creeps for yeah. sure. Because we were point, alone right? in the woods. Yeah. yeah. So that works. Um, so yeah, it was enjoyable. <clears throat> that's good. Um, It makes me excited for the new ones that come out next year. Three of them, right? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you watch Five Nights at Freddy's? No. Oh my God. I Not yet. It. Yeah. Was it good? I thought it was great. Um, And I, of course, have a Five Nights at Freddy's obsessed child like everyone in her generation and she yeah. liked it but um, where'd you watch it on peacock or paramount plus okay which one i think it's peacock yeah, i think so too it's one of those yeah um, um i finally watched the exorcist believer and how was that it was not as bad as everyone mm-hmm. put it out to be i actually enjoyed it yeah um it's a bit of a slow burn not you know not a lot happens but Mm um i yeah i don't get i don't understand like i it did get a little bit evil dies tonight at some point because it is directed by david um oh what the hell's his name gordon green Mm -hmm. um and his Halloween was, I think, pretty shitty. Yeah. But I don't know. I still enjoyed it. I still thought it was a good possession movie. Speaking of possession movies, the best possession movie I've seen in I don't know how long. Oh, yeah. It's on Shutter right now. When Evil Lurks. Oh, yeah. I've heard you good gotta things watch about it. this. It's such a, 
try to watch it before it gets like super hyped okay <laughs> because like i i get movies ruined for me like that sometimes um is this one i'm gonna have to read yes okay it good is, to know i just need to know that yeah uh i think it was made in argentina okay yeah um the guy who directed this directed terrified which is also excellent um but this movie i love movies that kind of they don't take out like an hour to do world building to get you used to what things are i like movies that just throw you into the world and you just figure it out as you're going along Mm -hmm. and this is i'm assuming like modern earth like that's where we are but in this movie demonic possession is just a thing that happens Mm -hmm. and um the church can't do anything about it there is no church like the church is dead Mm. and so it's almost like a infestation Mm -hmm. it's treated like um i don't know it's got really cool world building world building and um i think the last time a movie made me like gasp in shock and cover my mouth was hereditary and this one did it twice yeah so like it's so gory and disgusting and oh man i don't know i loved i've seen it twice already i love this movie so much Hmm. um and i'm I'm telling you not to you know get hyped and i'm hyping it right now but dark (laughs) i was trying to think of anything that i've watched i've been busy but i've Mm -hmm. been trying to do my mike flanagan rewatch which is taking forever i'm almost done with bly manor so i'm going hill house bly manor midnight mass Mm -hmm. not sure if i'm doing midnight club or not Mm. i don't know if i could get if i could do a rewatch of midnight club i mean if we have to then it's not not have to but if we're going to yeah it's not spooky so a little i mean it's spooky yeah like certain parts of it are but it's really just like um it's one of these things is not like the other for me yeah yes absolutely it's more of an emotional yes journey that might be the last one i watch and if i don't get to i don't get to it and i'm okay with that um i'm i'm ready to watch midnight mass because i've only seen it once and i'm weird about um religious stuff Mm -hmm. i think it was um it's because of just the way i grew up and yeah um but i think my like relationship and like mindset around that is a little different now Mm -hmm. so i think i could enjoy it more and now that i know what what i really like the way he handled it in the movie like i am a like a staunch atheist like i have Mm -hmm. i have i have a hate hate relationship with organized religion but he was really open-minded with like the the idea of spirituality and religion and deconstruction you don't yeah you don't your religion is not church it does not have to be church and i thought it was really beautiful actually Mm -hmm. that and that's probably why i may have connected to it more than you did because i know Mm -hmm. it's not your favorite mike flanagan but like i yeah oh my god like i love but it's beautiful like the effects i just i need to watch it again yeah it's really good yeah and i like i've seen who's the uh the character who the the woman who plays um the you know i'm talking about the bitch the Um, the redhead yeah what's her name like is it beverly or 
anyway, that was the and I I didn't shined. remember what is it? Oh yeah, she, she shined. Incredible, like yeah, she stole the show. Yeah, she was great. But I that was the first time like I recognized her <clears throat> in a Mike Flanagan. And then when you go back and watch all his like you'll oh that's her Samantha <laughs> Samantha Samantha Sloyan she's oh excellent oh and she was in I I said this last episode I think the first episode of the new season of Creep Show that's right she was also in Hush yeah like I didn't remember that was her looking um, for pictures for your ABCs of horror for Hush I was like holy shit that was the neighbor so I know her the show's my cards. I know her as the woman who killed Derek Shepard on Grey's Anatomy. Incredible. I and then I saw her nothing in- about. Yeah. <laughs> so I then saw her on Hush and was like, that bitch. And then yeah. I saw her on every other. Um, She's so good at playing a cunt. Oh my yeah. God. She's she, fantastic. Yeah. She's like Joffrey. She's like a female Joffrey. Ooh. Like yeah. she made me so, so she angry. Was, she was, yeah. So anyway. not to go on a Mike Flanagan rant again, again. But that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been watching. Oh, and um, this month on Instagram, we are traveling through Kendall's brain um, with our ABCs of horror. Yeah. We picked all the movies. <clears throat> So, um, once again, Missy organized and is doing that daily. Mm. Um, but I am excited because <laughs> they're my movies. Of so like, I get really excited <laughs> to see them. I'm like, mm, that's a good pick. Oh my God. <laughs> Who picked those? These are great movies. I know. And then I'm like, Ooh, what's tomorrow? So I go to my little list and Which I'm like, letters mm, tomorrow. Can't wait. Oh my God. But... So <laughs> well, you want to spin? I do. Let's <laughs> see if we get saved for next Good week. God. Or please, next dear Santa Claus. Nothing before prayer. the 1950s. Please, please, please. Oh, my God. I don't even want Universal Monsters yet. Like, give me, me neither. Like, I need space because I love the Universal Monsters and I don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be mad about it. Okay. Ready? Yes. <clears throat> Here we go. I'm looking for your facial reaction. No. What? Are we respinning? We're respinning. What did we get? The 30s. No. No, we didn't. Spin it again. All right. Jesus Christ. Watch. Watch us get the 1940s. Oh, horror. Oh, shit. Are you serious? Hmm. Oh. This is I don't really my... know what this means. So <gasps> um well midsummer is full core, the witch is full core. Um, oh shit. Okay. Okay. Oh god. Oh, this is one of my favorite, absolute favorite categories. How am I gonna choose two movies? Oh geez. Ooh, ooh. Oh geez, oh geez. Well, can I make one easy and can I pick midsummer? Hell yeah. Okay. Because well, I don't know. Yeah. I can't believe we spun a fucking You know what? I do. Now I know what kind of luck we have. It solidified it for me. What are the odds of out of 75 categories? And we literally said nothing before the net. And there's only what two categories 
two decades. 20s, 30s, 40s. Three of them. Three out of 75. Maybe. Not. Yeah, we we did 20. We did 20s. Oh, Lord. Silent movies? We're going to do that? This was your suggestion. I I know it was. (laughs) I did it. I did it. (sighs) Anyway, we're pretending that doesn't happen. Yep. Let me see um, where these movies are. Um. So let me see if the field guide to evil is available. Because that's an anthology. Yeah, that's on Hulu. I'll do the field guide to evil. Okay. Are we ready to watch Midsummer and the Witch? Is that a question? I mean, ever really ask me? Am I ever not ready to watch? I mean, I did know. I do know the answer to that. You're always ready for the witch. Always. I've never seen it. So. Oh, really? No. Oh, I've been I've been kind of holding out for this. Like there's some movies I've been trying to like save. I think The Strangers is one like I wanted Mm -hmm. to rewatch that for the for Home Invasion. Um, but I have so many home invasion movies. I mean, we also have a witches category too. We do, but there's a bunch of witch movies though. There's a billion. So what was yours? The field guide to what? To evil. To evil. It's on Hulu. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick the witch and midsummer. Okay. Perfect. Ooh, I've been wanting to watch midsummer again too. Okay. Let me make sure Unwelcome is still, because that's a newer one, and Hodor's in it. Hold on, I'm on right now. It's on Shudder. Okay. Make sure that's the one that I'm talking about. 2003? Yes. 2023? Yes. Oh my god, I love this movie so much. Okay. And it's on Shudder. Perfect. Um, So, Midsummer, The Witch, The Field Guide to Evil, and Unwelcome. Cool. Perfect. Well, so we it won't take that. me long to get through these. I'm actually yeah. excited to watch these. All right. So for the next episode, we're covering folk horror and we chose Midsummer. You can watch on Canopy. The Field Guide to Evil is on Hulu. The Witch is on Max and Unwelcome is on Shudder. Yep. To- uh, we'll be much more energetic next episode. Absolutely. Um, we're already more energetic energetic right the energy comes right at the two hour mark yeah go us so please please come back yes please Please come back please come back